Sins of Sandbox fans, we are back, and it's a special episode because we're through four weeks in the NFL, and we're here with the Sins the Sandbox Power Rankings. It's a special time, even though I feel like that four weeks flew by. It did. That's the part that sucks about it, but... Kev, you you got anything to say to the people before we start with these rankings? Nah, I think I think a few I think a few teams are gonna be where everyone's expecting them to be. I think there's a few teams that maybe a little higher than teams are, maybe a little lower. But I think when I say that, I think they're gonna know what teams are where. I think they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, shout out Snapple, by the way. <laughs> The official drink of Kevin Sinatra. Just kidding. But Snapple, if you see this, Kev's been putting, be a sponsor. Kev's been putting everybody on the Snapple apple. Oh, my God. I drink, like, at least seven of these a week. Between Snapple and McDonald's, you should get some brand deals. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't think I've spent more money on anything in my life than McDonald's. Like, literally. Because you got to think about it. From the age I was, like, even able to spend my own money till now. McDonald's. I was eating McDonald's, McDonald's, and I still eat McDonald's three to four times a week. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> That's a hundred bucks a week, damn near. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At this point, I mean, they they at least deserve to give you half that money back. Like, if I didn't eat McDonald's, I'd probably like be driving a Lambo right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's how much money I would have saved. But you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it every time. Oh shit! It is. All right, we're here for the power ranking, so we're gonna get into it here at ten. Oh my god, this 10 spot was between so many different teams. Kev, I have to ask, do you have the New York Giants in your rankings? I don't. I don't have the New York Gi- Giants in my rankings either, so I'm, I'm I'm happy that we mutually agreed there. And I'll get into that at, at a later time. But at 10 here, I have the LA Chargers, mm. and this was tough, right? This was really tough because they're banged up already, week four, mm-hmm. and... Just knowing that Herbert's only going to get healthier as the season comes around. Even though Keenan Allen's missing some time, he's not missing, you know, eight weeks this season. Mm -hmm. But he's going to get healthier. I like their defense. I like their ability to score. So I have the Chargers here at 10. But this was between a lot of teams. So you'll just have to hear who's going to miss out after I get to six. But at nine, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their defense is still playing good football and their offense is struggling but I feel like with Tom Brady you know leading the way even though he has a lot of shit going on this oh, yeah. right now <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew that was coming up one way or yeah. another so I was like let's just get to it <laughs> Yikes. yeah I like their defense though and I, I still like Tom Brady you know as as a quarterback to you know distribute the ball and, and, and everything like that so uh Tampa here at nine Kev do they make your rankings oh they're high oh really yeah they're high wow yeah. holy shit Okay, at eight, call me crazy. You know, we have to consider that there were a couple games with a different quarterback. Their defense is playing absolutely lights out. And even though their offense might seem like, you know, it's going to struggle throughout the year, I feel like it'll only improve. And that's the San Francisco 49ers. So I have them above the the Bucks and the Chargers mm-hmm. at nine and 10. So I think that's, you know, a lot on coaching, a lot on Kyle Shanahan. So shout out to him. You know, he always runs, you know, a pretty like uptight organization. And, you know, people love to play for him. So that defense is playing well. They hit on a couple of guys that were either late round draft pick, undrafted free agents. So shout out to them at seven. This is where I feel like the list picks up a Mm -hmm. little bit, though. 
I feel like those last teams, like eight, nine, and ten, mm-hmm. like I feel like those are really interchangeable. Yeah. Honestly, like I know you have a different opinion on the on the Bucks than I do, but still, that that's just how I feel. At seven here, the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, they're the number two team in the NFC, mm-hmm. and Kirk Cousins is running, you know, a different offense, but he he's still playing like Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Like you didn't see you didn't see a drop off or or a struggle in that. The Vikings aren't a team that are gonna put you away when they're supposed to, but you know the the Vikings are they're always gonna be you know a competitive team. Let me just get to the point. But I I really like their their ability to play offense and defense this year, and yeah, I'd like to see them score a little bit more points versus a team like the Saints. But realistically, they still won the game. You know, and and winning close games like that is gonna make you a better football team. Here at six, I have the Baltimore Ravens, and. It's the only team from their division inside my rankings. So I'm not sure if you have the Bengals in your rankings or not. <clears throat> yeah, see Sorry, like they're low though. Yeah, that's that's like another team. I yeah. just it just missed it for mm-hmm. me, honestly. But the Baltimore Ravens, you know, I, I like their ability to, you know, be in those games, you know. A game like that versus the Bills makes both of those teams better, mm-hmm. realistically. And I just think that you play that game nine times out of ten, eight ten times out of ten. They're probably taking that at least three or four times. Oh yeah, versus the yeah. Bills. I I know you might say the Bills Not are, are going to go ten for ten, but <laughs> <laughs> but I I really like the Ravens' defense this year. J.K. Dobbins is only going to get better. Bateman is a little bit banged up right now, but Duvernay's been a pretty solid play playmaker, and you know Marky Andrews is is you know one of the top tight ends in the NFL right now. So I like the Ravens have them here at six. <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm going to tell you, I don't get the Chargers in mind. Okay. And I don't have the Vikings in mind, although the Vikings are one of the teams that I was considering. for. T- I saw a team on your list. I don't have the Rams in my rankings. Wow. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> that was a tough one for me, but I'll explain that when I get there. Anyway, <clears throat> at 10, I got the 49ers. At 9, I got the Bengals. And when I look at the 2-2 two and two teams across the entire league, it's just like, I just go with the Bengals. You know what I mean? I feel like they're one of the more talented two and two teams in the league. You know what I'm saying? And they were in the Super Bowl last year, and obviously they took a drop off. But I also think that they're going to start figuring it out and, and take that stride. At eight, I got the Cowboys winning games without Dak. Absolutely huge. He's talking about a week five comeback, right? Yeah. They're talking about it. I think Jerry Jones is pushing back in a little a little bit because he came out on the on the radio today and said that Dak can't grip a football at this point, but Dak is pushing to play next week. So there's a little bit of controversy going on there. So typical coming from But Dallas. either way, whether or not, I mean, they're winning games without him. And I wanted to put them a little higher, but when like, kind of like you said, like at seven is where it starts picking up a little bit. So I felt like. Just the other teams on the list, I couldn't really put them any higher. At seven, I got the Miami Dolphins. Maybe Ooh. low, maybe high. Is that low? You have I them? don't know. I'm not going to tell you. Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, <laughs> Dolphins made it. I mean, I'm still not sold on them yet. I think it's one of those things where teams are still trying to figure out how to now cover Waddle and Hill. But I think once teams start figuring it out, two is not a good enough quarterback that he's going to be able to you know what I mean? Pick apart defenses like that. And okay. We don't even know what his health's okay. like. Okay. We don't even know nah, what his health's know, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're uh, right and now. then at six, this is where I have the Rams. And again, kind of like I said with the Bengals, when I look at the two and two teams across the league, I mean, they're really probably the best. You know what I mean? I mean, they're the returning Super Bowl champs. And I just, I think they're another team that just started off slow. I mean, obviously, when you play the Buffalo Bills on opening night, it's going to be a rough start to yeah. the season. But. 
again, I think they'll figure it out and really couldn't put them any higher. Felt like I really couldn't put them any lower, so I felt like six was a good spot for them. No, absolutely. And before I get to my top five rankings, I have to say, shout out to Time Away Clothing, our guy Nick Gonzalez. Guys, the brand's fire, the shirt's fire, great prices, it's comfortable. And come on, yeah, zoom in on quality. this. Look at this Wicked cheetah print. Quality, honestly. Come on, that shit's fire. Shout out to Time Away Clothing. Go and get yours now. Coming back into the rankings at five. Guys, I'm not showing Kev my list, so I got a, I got a sticker above my rankings right now. At five, I have the Dallas Cowboys. So I think that they're playing great team <clears throat> football right now. Oh, I know that they're still the Cowboys, right? So I am expecting, you know, a second half of the season drop off. Let's hope that this Dak injury, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan, uh, obviously not in my perspective as a Giants fan, but, you know, you want Dak to stay on the field and, and be able to run that offense and that team, you know, the way that he's paid to, honestly. And, you know, the Cowboys, they look good. Cooper Rush is winning games, and it's it's surprising, but if they could do this now and then they pick back up, you know, week six, week seven, that's going to that's gonna be a really strong Cowboys team, and they're going to continue where they left off last year. I'll just I'll just get to four before I mention the teams that I have off of it. At four, <laughs> at four I have the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> All right. Hey, I don't hate it. I thought, dude, I was scared you were going to have them like one when you said that. No, nah, nah, no. I don't hate four. Like, they, yeah, I don't mind it. Okay, so here's the thing. Good thing at least you got them lower than the Bills. That's yeah, all I was yeah. worried about. <laughs> no, all I was worried about. No, of, of course. You you have to. Yeah. I, I have I have the Bills at, at a spot you'll like. But, you know, with the Miami Dolphins, they have two running threats. Tyreek Hill and Waddle have both proven that, that they can, you know, be the guy mm-hmm. in this offense. Their defense is playing good. They're scoring when they need to score versus top teams like the Ravens. They're playing close games with the with the Bills, yeah. you know what I mean? They're winning games that they're supposed to. Now, this isn't saying that the Miami Dolphins are going to be the, the top three or four team in the NFL this year. No. But through the first four weeks of football, this this is just this is what it is. And and yeah, you take record into consideration a little bit. But if this was solely based on record, then the New York Giants would be in both of our rankings. And they're not because they're not a top 10 great team Mm -hmm. in the NFL right now. It is what it is. So at four, I have the Miami Dolphins. At three, at three, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. And this could have been a higher spot. But I think it's a little problematic that a single Kansas City Chief wide receiver hasn't caught a touchdown yet this year. Mm-hmm. It's great that CEH, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Pachenko are a legit committee, right? Because mm-hmm. that they've won, they've wanted to run the ball successfully for a little bit. Their defense is playing good. That's that's great, but you don't get you know the flash plays or you know the the slam passes that could just be a touchdown with Tyreek Hill <coughs> and Juju's. Catching the, the ball a couple times a game, you know, three, four, five times a game, but it, it's not for any crazy odds. MVS isn't burning people like that. Sky Moore hasn't even gotten the opportunity to be that guy, and McCole Hodman is what he is. He's a specialist. He's not. A, he's not a possession receiver. So when I compare the Kansas City Chiefs to these top two teams in the NFL right now, I just think that 
offensively, they're lacking some of the firepower. And yeah, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, that might be the best connection in the NFL. Travis Kelsey's the best tight end, unquestionably, in the league right now. But I just think that you're going to need to win different ways and consistently relying on the on the checkdowns and the magic plays. I just don't know how sustainable it is. And I love the Chiefs. It, it is what it is. And two... At two, I got the Philadelphia Eagles, which means I have the Buffalo Bills at one in my rankings through the first four weeks. This is a really surprising spot for Philly above all teams because I respect it. I think right now that they're the most talented team in the NFC. I think Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate and front runner at this point, you know, through first through the first four weeks in the NFL, but A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith have both proven that they can handle the load and and be that number one, be that guy if needed, if asked. They've proven that they can come down from 14-0 and and still continue to run their offense, run the ball, play action, Jalen Hurst options, and they showed that versus Jacksonville this week. Yeah, they still need to play a little bit of better teams, you know, to to see how legit they're actually going to be. But for everything that they've got to this point, this is an undefeated team right now. And they're at two. I feel like this is very respectable. And they have two of the best corners in the NFL at this moment. At one, the Buffalo Bills. Their defense is only going to get better as they get more healthy. Josh Allen slinging it. He can light it up and score at will. And I think it's dangerous that him and Stefan Diggs are that lethal as they are right now. What I would like to say is that the health of Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie inconsistently the past four weeks hampers their offense a little bit just because I think if they all play as much as they're supposed to, they probably have higher averages and put up more points than, than what they do just because at their respective roles – they're really good mm-hmm. at it. So, <laughs> Singletary's playing pretty good. Dawson Knox is banged up. I'm not expecting it much from him at all. But, you know, if that defense continues to improve, you know, I really think the the Buffalo Bills are going to be, you know, the team to beat in the NFL, Kev. Love to hear it. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> uh, so, at five, I got the Baltimore Ravens. And, again, I look at them and I look at their record – but I also look at who they played the first four weeks. You know what I mean? They haven't had the easiest schedule by any means. You know what I mean? Playing the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and um, who they play week two? I think it was the Steelers. Might have been the Steelers. So that's three tough games right there. Two and two. Realistically, they could easily be 4-0. and oh. Just a couple possessions didn't go their way. But Lamar's the real deal. I mean, he really is. Even on Buffalo's defense, he was running amok. It was and it was nauseous to to watch. I feel like if they kick that field goal there, he obviously doesn't throw that pick, right? Right, it's a different yeah, ball I game. Mean, like, dude, you know I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really know what Harbaugh was thinking. I know he got a lot of backlash from it, but yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, I got the Tampa Bay Bucks at four. Um, again, they're two and two, but realistically, if Mike Evans didn't get suspended and he played in Week Three against the Packers, they're probably a three and one team, and and probably higher on a lot of people's list. So. Again, I think they're a team that's only going to get better throughout the season, naturally having Tom Brady as your quarterback. 
just feel like they're pretty banged up at this point already, and like they are, it, and like Godwin got injured again last night. Like well, you know what, what I mean? Saying. Like, but so I think he's someone that's going to yeah. continue to battle that. Julio's, we already know he's going to continue to battle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, Mike Evans and Fournette consistently will be in the offense, but Russell Gage banged up. Like you're gonna, uh, and then three, two, and one, we have the exact same. If you wanted to argue, Eagles at one wouldn't blame you. The way, I almost did. Yeah. The way I look, because I almost did too, but realistically, I looked at it, and the Eagles really, besides the Vikings, haven't played anyone great. Like, they played Jacksonville, they played the Commanders, and then they played someone else who wasn't at the Lions. The Vikings. The, no, I know what I'm saying, besides the Vikings. Uh, uh, so they, they haven't played any teams that are really, like, lethal or, like, you know what I mean, like, top dogs. So I take that in, into consideration, and... And like you said, I think that I think the Bills all around are just the most sound and balanced team in football right now, honestly, even with all the injuries. Yes, sir. So before we wrap up the episode, I, I really want to just touch on on the teams that I was debating for, you know, these last spots. So when I was going through my rankings, the first seven, like that's the order I went in. Like I just I just started <laughs> n- numbering them uh, in, in the order that that I really saw fit in. Yeah, I think Miami could be like the biggest reach and maybe the Bucks might be the biggest disappointment on my list, but I do still feel like those are fair spots for both of them. If Miami stays healthy, if two only misses a week, like I feel like the Dolphins have proven that they can kind of be like a team that mm-hmm. can keep up like that. And the Bucks, I just feel like, you know, they're just older and like, yeah, their defense was, was, was great and it's still pretty solid. They have like the same core, you know what I mean? But they just, like I said, they're just all older, and, and they don't have too much young talent where it's like, oh, like, we can rely on this guy to pick things up, you know what I mean? Um, they just kind of having other veterans do it, and when you're a contender, you know, a lot of the time, like, that's where your role is, but sometimes I just don't think that that, that makes for the most talent, but... Uh, the Rams I obviously left off, the Giants I left off, and the Bengals I left off. Realistically, you could say that any single one of those teams should be in there over the Chargers. But I just think, you know, the, the Chargers are probably going to be on, on a path to, to ensure themselves in the playoffs. And the Rams, you could argue the same exact thing, right? Which team which team in L.A. should have been the, the 10 team here? But I just think that the Chargers are a little bit more talented. Like, if Aqua continues to play, he does. They're playing, like, three running backs right now at this point. Their defense is healthy, you know what I mean? Joey Bosa's on IR, but he's going to come back in a couple of weeks. J.C. Jackson coming back this week. And hopefully, um, on the offensive side, you know, Keenan Allen gets himself back. But Gerald Everett's been producing. Mike Williams has inconsistently stepped up, but Herbert can handle it, so... Do you have any last thoughts with the power rankings? Anyone you think could potentially be in here on your next set of power rankings that you just left off? Yeah, I think all the teams that you just touched upon. I mean, I think easily the Chargers could be. I think they're the, the team out, out of those teams. Yeah, like they're definitely the ones. But again, like if the Giants do keep it up and like at this point it, 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 by week eight they're, you know, six and two or something like that, then like, yeah, they would probably make it too depending on – how yeah. everything works out, you know. Honestly, I, mean? I even think in the next four games, if the Giants go two and two, I think that they would have yeah. to be a serious consideration, at least for a nine or ten spot. Yeah. And like, guys, I'm a Giants fan. If I thought at three and one that they should have been on this list, like I would have put them there. I'm just telling you, I, I do it straight up. Mm-hmm. So, 
Make sure you guys stay tuned for our fantasy rankings. Gonna chop that up with Kev next. Missing Lou this week, but Kev, a- any update with, with basketball? Should, should we be expecting that any anytime soon? Real soon. Hopefully next week. As soon as next week, yeah. And you guys will also hear a nice conversation with Chris Lanzilli yes, in our Meet the People series, so stay tuned for that. Peace out. Five stars.